Hey everybody, it's your old pal Mitch Halleck, producer of Connecticut's Terrific Comic Con and CT Gamer Con, both happening at Mohegan Sun. And I just want to let you know, if you're not following us on the almighty social network, you're missing out on a bunch of stuff. So you can follow me on Twitter at It's Terrific Con. That's I-T-S-T-E-R-R-I-F-I-C-O-N. It's Terrific Con. And if you're into gaming, make sure you check us out on Twitter at CT Gamer Con. That's C-T-G-A-M-E-R-C-O-N. And as always, you can look for us on Facebook at Terrificon and CT GamerCon, and we're even on Instagram. So do me a favor and follow me there. Plus, check out my brand new show on YouTube, Mitch and Ed's Excellent Adventure, where we go every two weeks and look back at the things you love, TV, movies, toys, and more. That's Mitch and Ed's Excellent Adventure. Now sit back and get ready for another episode of the Power Cosmic Podcast. Thanks. You're listening to Terrific Con presents the Power Cosmic Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to everything you love. That's comic books, TV, movies, collectibles, and more. Brought to you by Mitchell A.S. Halleck, the producer of Terrific Con, the world's greatest comic con every summer at the Mohegan Sun in Uncasville, Connecticut. Join Mitch and his special guest, Jerry Ordway, and his pals all across the comic fandom as they talk about the things you love. Now, sit back, get ready, and listen to today's episode of the Power Cosmic Podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Mitch Halleck and Jerry Ordway live at the, wherever we are. The Lenny and Squiggy of comics. That's right. Hello, Levine. <laughs> we got a microphone. We're all legit now and everything. That's You can see our sound. You can see when we breathe. You can see our pulses. I'm not breathing. It's all you. You can see Sarah. Look Sarah looking. Sarah's waving. It's an audio show. It's picking so, up her yes. waving. Yes, exactly. The, the disruptions in the air quality. I had quality. questions. People wrote in with questions this week for the first time ever. It's almost like they get to... Be with Jerry. But is this going to be like a Barbara Walters thing? Am I going to start crying? I'm going to start crying. <laughs> no, I ask people, what questions do you have for Oregon? Now i got to find them. Uh, so talk amongst yourself while I look for the questions. Are you really looking for questions? I am. They, I, I had a whole string of them. Uh, we're, we're hearing head games from foreigners. Don't, <laughs> you have to pay don't say that. I'll have to pay <laughs> money to them. Uh, Billy Tucci. What was that, like 1978, 79? What's Air Supply? They're coming to Mohegan Sun. Oh, the first concert that Mohegan's happened. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, All the way from Australia. What's the song they had, that big song? Oh, come on. No, I know. I, I just you don't know it if you heard it. I bought foreigner records. I didn't buy Air Supply records. They are foreigners, actually. They're from another country. No, I know. They're Australian. That that we're gonna hold that against them. Where's the freaking questions I had from people? There was this one guy named Jonathan Friedman. He wrote you a lot of questions. Uh oh. Mr. Richard Fader from Fort Wayne, New Jersey writes, <laughs> "Dear Jerry, how did you get into comics? Do you like comics? Can I be in comics? Do you think comics are for everybody? <laughs> do you like beer? Do you like beer? <laughs> Is beer? What kind of beer do you like, Jerry? How will you vote with the Supreme Court if we 
Well, let me tell you, Mr. <laughs> I Fader, like beer. You've got a lot of problems. I like beer. You, do, you deserve to be in New Jersey. <laughs> uh, I can't find the damn questions now. Well, what should we talk about well, until no, you find them? In the them? meantime, what did you watch on TV as I'm looking down my email? Well, you know what? What? It just so happens that I watched what? the uh, first episode of season two of uh, The Alienist. Oh, is that on? Oh, yeah, no, that's on was HBO on Max. That's the it was that on, Baron Zemo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Daniel, Daniel Bruhl. Bruhl. Yeah. Yes. And he's he's got a really interesting delivery. I, I read the books. The books yeah, are I did really good. Callum, uh, Cal- Caleb, Caleb Carr. 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 Yeah. Caleb. Yeah, they're they're really good, and the they do they really did a nice job. I don't know if they filmed it in Budapest or somewhere, but they, they did built film like Prague. They built like, like a yeah. gigantic New York. You know, nineteen. It was a eighteen hundred, eighteen nineties New York. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's an interesting show. If anybody, it is an interesting. The first season, it, it's like a slow build. Sometimes you watch stuff like that, and you can kind of well, I read the drift book. a little bit. The book was kind of slow because it's very. Yeah, I mean, it's methodical. It's about hunt for serial killer, basically. Yeah, yeah. But I really. What was the second season like? The second season, season at the beginning is a child killer. Oh, someone snatching that's babies. Corporate. Yeah, somebody snatching babies. Yeah, and having the mothers be uh, accused of killing the babies themselves. Oh, is that, I remember there was a weird yeah. scene with a guy in an autopsy room, and he was—he uh, had like candles burning in the people's guts because the methane was burning off. Do you remember that? No, was that the first season? It was the first season. Yeah. It was like yeah. they went down into like a, a morgue. And all these dead bodies were there, yeah, but yeah. they all had this blue yeah. flame burning. That makes sense. Because, yeah, he yeah. poked a hole in their stomach, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, look at that. Look at that go. All right, I found the questions here. Today's Power Cosmic Podcast, Jerry Ordway will be asking or answering <laughs> questions that you, Uh-oh. the listener, have sent in. So here we go. This comes in from Jonathan Friedman. Does Jerry still practice typography? Uh, yes, I do. I mean, I, I, depending on what, I do a lot of hand lettering, and I always wind up, uh, on most of the comics that I've drawn, I always try to draw, like, display lettering myself. Yeah. Like, on signs and backgrounds and things, just because you don't know if you leave it blank, whether the, it, which has happened. Sometimes you leave it blank, and thinking it that the letterer or something will put it in there, and, it's, and they don't do it. Yeah, and then oh, you have that like explains a, really because I've seen billboards in old comics, and there's nothing in there. I go, what happened there? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's and what that happened. Be, yeah, it's the, you, you just would, assume the other guy. Yeah, and do in it. some cases, like the penciler, like I know this is the case in my situation. Sometimes I draw something in, and the inker wouldn't ink it in because they assumed the letterer would put it in, and oh. then nobody did it. Never do that. Yeah. Again, this is from Jonathan. He has a bunch of questions for you. He's also stalking you. Do you have, did you find a rabbit boiled in your... No, but he's uh, at the table next to oh us. Oh, my God, he's here. <laughs> Does Jerry have a favorite independent mainstream comic book project that he participated in, and why those particular ones? Independent mainstream comic book projects. Mainstream is not... Yeah, that's... I don't well, know, I independent. think there's two different things, really. I mean, I guess... I, the, would you consider the Neil Gaiman Norse mythology? I mean, Dark Horse is Dark really Horse, independent yeah, anymore. Yeah, I think so. But uh, I like working on that because I really like the book a lot. And I got to do a Loki, a Loki story. Loki story, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, independent, independent, I really do. Well, what I about those Secret Six ones? Would you consider that? Those those. What were those? The special projects. You did some covers for, uh, was it Plevins? No. 
Who did it? Who's in my show? I mean, I did cover no, for no, lots Grummet? of stuff. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Then uh, I'm supposed Secret to. Six. I'm going to help out with the. No, that's um, not Secret Sector Six. Six. Sector Six. Right. Is that it? I don't no, know if he's getting it right now. It's the Carl Kiesel. Carl Kiesel. Right. Yeah. It's Secret. It's, secret it's Sector. Sector. Sector Six. Zero. Sector Zero. Yeah. It's. That popular kids, we can't get. Well, you no, <laughs> threw me you. off a little I don't bit. Know. No, I'm, I'm doing. I'm making some pages over Grumman. I would consider that. In, in, it's yeah, in yeah, that's indie. But yeah. I mean, when I did uh, the Messenger through Image back in 1999, that was my that's own yours. creation. Yeah, that was definitely indie. Yeah. I mean, that's one of my favorite. Yeah. Uh, and I'm working on, still working on Proton, which is yeah, another character, and I've been publishing that myself, and hopefully have another one out this summer for Terrific Terrific Con. Yeah. What is that, three? That would be number three. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's one. It's how about a least favorite independent and mainstream? I think it should be or mainstream yeah. comic book, that project that he participated in. And if so, why those? What I can. Least favorite. Well, I can tell you, I did something back in. It was in the 80s. Yeah. I think it must have been mid 80s. There was a thing called Adam and Eve AD that a guy had like wanted to do his own book right it was like a self-published thing yeah and he asked me if i would do covers so okay. i did a cover for the first issue in pencil you know pen, pen and ink right yeah, line yeah. art cover yeah and he hired kevin eastman who was popular oh, at turtles. the time yeah. for the turtles to color it and what kevin did was he painted in acrylics over the line art oh and it wasn't a great thing. And I'm not saying anything bad about Kevin because obviously he maybe did what the he whole thought. Book? No, it was just a cover. Oh, the cover. But oh, this okay. cover was really not great. And all my line art was painted over with basically, I don't know if it was. Liberated. And again, I don't know if the process was screwed up. The color was supposed to go under the art, yeah. under the line art, but yeah. whatever. It, it, so I volunteered with the second issue. I said, look, I'm going to do another cover just because. I want people to see that, you know, <laughs> I can yeah. help save this or whatever. Was it so, a big book, though? I never heard no, of it. No, no, it was, a, it was it, yeah. a small press thing. But it, it's amazing that people still bring those books up to me. Oh, you've seen them since? Yeah, to get to sign. And it's always like a little cringeworthy because it was out of can my control. Can you tell it's your style at all? Or did no, no, it's... Totally it's a, it's it like it's a, a Kevin, Kevin Eastman, Eastman drawing. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you wow, can't you can't paint an opaque paints over line no. art and have anything show up. <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, this is my layout, <laughs> you know. And again, I yeah. met Kevin back in the, yeah. in the day, and, and he's a nice guy. I, I don't gotta know go what, look that up. Adam and Eve, it's called. Adam and Eve, AD. And it looks nothing like a Jerry Ordway. And the funny thing is, yeah. when you look, even in some of the the online things they don't even credit the i think as i recall the first are you cover, do, what do you this is breakdown no the or? first issue cover i think i actually may have inked ben dunn who was a kind of manga style or uh, but I, I inked this guy so i didn't even do the full art so whatever my contribution was in inking was totally obliterated by opaque colors on uh, top of that wow so but the thing is, I think in the whatever the database is online, I'm the only guy who gets credited for that, and it's oh, really? kind of painful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Is your name even on it? Did you sign it? I signed it, but I don't even know if the name. You probably painted over that too. Yeah. Uh, what's been his favorite 
What what's been his favorite slash proudest proudest moment working in comics in all these years? Honestly, I would have to say being working on the Time magazine cover. Really? Okay. Because that was a big that was real a world thing. Fiftieth anniversary. No, to be everybody in the, saw it. But it, I mean, again, Byrne penciled those the the cover, penciled the interior spread. I inked and I did the color guides. Yeah. But. That's a big That's stretch for a magazine. comic book, yeah. even for both of us. Yeah, because fame, you know, there's famous painters, and I mean, there's a gallery oh, yeah. in Boston. Oh, yeah. All that that artwork is in a gallery, like at the National Archives. Is it really? Yeah. Is that where that is? Yeah. Oh. Nowadays, people might not think about magazines because they're not a big deal. For them deal, to but do a comic Time book, magazine was like the thing. For I them mean, to do yeah. a comic book cover and not have like Andy Warhol or some oh, yeah, person yeah, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. do it was yeah. an amazing thing because I, I had people who I worked with in commercial art in the you know 70s yeah that's like they yeah. would say oh, hey dude you that's, a, that's the pinnacle yeah. you, you got on Time Magazine's cover right there you go alright that's it Time Magazine alright we got Chris who you know Chris he comes out to the show all the time he goes on comic book runs with us will Jerry take any commissions during Terrificon or should they be requested with him in advance of the show? Wow, that's a good question. I don't um, know. What are you going to do? I don't really know how it's going to play out. I'd like to go and still take like 10 maybe per day in a way to not have people have to stay in line and wait yeah. for them. Yeah. But uh, that's about the best I think I can do. Because well, if I were to take on things, I still if, if people had stuff and they have my contact, yeah. I can do a convention-type sketch in advance. I've done that in the past. Right. But I can't do a million of those, you know? No, but I see some guys, they open it up, they go, my commission list is open yeah, now. Yeah. And they take like 20, yeah. and then they turn it off. I just don't do I mean, volume. Ron Friends does like a thousand. I don't work show. in volume. I just, I've yeah. never, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I could I could sit down and do 10 sketches at a convention. I wouldn't want to sit home and do 10 sketches in a day. No. Sure. You know, that's yeah. not how, my speed is always to put as much into it to make it as good as I can make it regardless of how much I'm getting paid alright here's one from Cody Jenkins I don't know Cody which comic creators would Jerry like to see invited to Terrificon oh I, I think it'd be fun to see Gary Frank there you go but Gary he's in Frank, England though right? is he I don't know he is might he be in England? Chicago or something oh, I thought he was in England oh, no Brian Frank Hitch quietly. Brian Hitch is in England I think oh. but is it quietly in England quietly too? yeah yeah quietly. I don't know where he is but I thought he was in England um, yeah, like Brian Hitch. No, who did you just say that? Was? Gary Frank. Gary Frank. Um, those guys are like, you know, those are like the draftsman guys. I yeah. mean, obviously you got Lee Weeks coming. Lee is I do like, have Lee Weeks. Yeah. Lee's like one of my favorite artists. Period. Yeah. Ron Garney. Garney's, Garney's one of my favorites. He's yeah. gonna be that. We can see yeah. Garney now. We can go yeah, to yeah, his yeah. house. No, but uh, I mean, I, I think those those is guys. You gonna are tackle always, you again though? No, not no. since the nineties. Nineties. Yes. Now Come I'd, on, Jerry. Let's go. Yeah, if Ron tackled me now, I would just be out Pro- for like, you know. <laughs> Probably break some ribs. You'd see me in the, you yeah, know, like full ER. body cast. Great. You killed him. You're, you're happy, Ron? <laughs> I thought he could take a punch. Can, can you still sign my book? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else, though? No old creators? How about Sergio Argonas or something? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I look, I'm easy. I like yeah. I like creative people. Yeah. Um, what Any I would writers think, that you like to see? Oh, you know, it would be... 
No, you already seen. I would Arias love to see. Riders. I'd love to see Alan Moore. I'd love oh, to he's see, not going to come. But I'm saying, if you're doing a wish list. Oh, I know. You yeah, know, but he um, doesn't do any shows. He's someone like Salby Semo would be fun because Sal Sal's would be right. He's on my list. He's down in South Carolina. I think he's South Carolina. Yeah. He's just retired though. He doesn't. Yeah. I mean, there's a Mike Plug would be another one that'd Mike be great. Is, I've asked Mike. Plug. And Mike Plug, you know, he's nearby. I loved his his stuff. Barry Smith. Barry's nearby yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, uh, Walt would be great to see Walt again. Walt was supposed to come last year along with uh, Brett. Yeah. But the COVID shut that out. And again, if I'm excluding any, uh, you should also try uh, Ramona Fraden would be terrific. Ramona's right here. Yeah, New York. You know? yeah. I mean, Ramona's still drawn, right? Yeah. Now, was there anybody that's gone that you wish you met? You met a lot of. You yeah, met yeah, Jerry was, Robinson. It was weird. Yeah, I was in a. I, I, I met Jerry Siegel. Yeah, and it, I didn't meet Joe Schuster, but I met Jerry Siegel. I met. Did you meet Bill Everett? Irv Novick. I met. Um, Bill Everett was probably gone by then. Bill Everett, yeah, passed away way before. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Kirby, I knew Kirby. I was. You know, those are actually. Did you see Dicko? <clears throat> no. No? No. But uh, Don Heck, I met him a couple times. Or I get, yeah, I just he was a super nice guy. Don Heck story today from Spencer. Uh, I never met John Buscema. Really? I never no. But I also oh, he was, he was curmudgeonly. Yeah, he was kind of the curmudgeonly guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would have liked to have met him. Um, I like Gil Kane from afar. Gil was right over here. Gil scared me a little bit. Did he really? Oh yeah, because I always read his interviews, and his interviews were always a little bit like frightening because well, he. Did you ever meet Will Eisner? Yeah, I did. I actually... I like. I wish I met Will Eisner. I had a, a Will Eisner story. Okay, go ahead. Will Eisner was at the cartoonist... In Connecticut, the National Cartoonist Society has their local chapter, which includes more... Well, included more Walker, Walker, Dick Brown. Uh, right. Um, yeah. Prentice, John, uh, John Prentice was part of it. Uh, um, John Cullen Murphy. It was all these guys who were like the classic, you know. Yeah. And they invited Will Eisner to do a little talk because every meeting they would try to have a special guest and Will Eisner gave his little speech yeah and it's a dinner thing and at the end of it I had a conversation about and I just said I was like I tried to I wasn't trying to confront Will Eisner but he had done this whole thing about how comics are going to be around forever okay and I'd suggested to him that if comics we consider comics in the broad form of visual storytelling I said, at what point? And I was just trying to be the provocateur, you know. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, saying, yeah. if something is a digital comic, yeah, and it suddenly has sound effects and yeah. it has motion, it's is it then a comic, cartoon. or yeah. is it? Yeah, is it like a rudimentary cartoon? Right. And he got mad at me. <laughs> it was just kind of funny. He just wouldn't. Why? He wouldn't, well, he had his theory, and he wouldn't let any air into that theory. He didn't want anything to disrupt the theory. I totally believe comics will be around forever. Yeah. But my point was, if technology offers, just like 1930s comics couldn't yeah, do full yeah. color. Yeah. Right. But yeah. 19 or from the 90s yeah, on, you could do full color. color right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just the same thing as the oh, technology improves. I've always thought of animation as just moving comics, really. Yeah. yeah. But animation is closer to a movie. Yeah, but they're still drawing. A as comic as book, drawn, right? But know? a comic book has you're looking at a, a box, a multiple images you're on a, a page, static image and, and your eye is yeah. brought across yeah. and through a, a, a yeah. storytelling. So you do panel setups, you do a page break with a reveal on the next page. Those are all things you don't do in animation. Yeah, yeah. 
You know you what's know? so funny? I picked up a, a lousy issue of the Hulk. I shouldn't say lousy, but it was Bill Mantlo. It was Modoc and Mrs. Modoc on the oh, cover. That's funny. It was in the bargain bin for a dollar. But I, it was something about the way the page was done because there's a reveal, yeah. but there's an ad here. Oh, you know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like the, the establishment drew the artwork, and there's the Hulk, and this girl was kidnapped by Modoc, and she's turned into the bride of Modoc. Right. So the last panel on this page, he's like, Oh my God, what have you done to Kate? And then across from it, there's an ad. So you don't see it right. until you turn the right. page, right. and then there's a two page spread. Where she's been revealed as this right. giant Modoc, right. and all these guys from AIM are worshiping right, her. Right. But the way that's paced, yeah. you had to have it laid out in a comic yeah, book. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it wouldn't have worked on a right. cartoon. Right. But it works as the readers turn to the page. Right. Like, oh shit! And then you turn to the next page right. and bang. But in fairness, if you wrote that as a cartoon, you could write to the commercial break. You could. And that's what TV no, shows did. No, but I'm wondering did. when Mantlo wrote that, yeah. did he know the, the page layout? He would have to. Oh, yeah, he knew you, exactly that this is the last you can't panel? Do, you couldn't do like a double-page spread anywhere past page two and three in those days yeah. unless you talked to production oh, to okay, find out yeah, where the ads... Oh, okay, this was in the middle of the book, which yeah. I was like, wow, that's a real Well, because they used to... They would place ads like Marvel Comics line or yeah. DC Comics line. Yeah, yeah. Someone would buy page Randomly, 23, yeah. and yeah. it was on page 23 in all the books because... That plate was oh, burned. okay. You know what I mean? The, yeah, 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 the, the printing. Plate. Yeah. So y- you had to plan your double page spreads. Or oh, whatever. it was it was just it was well paced. Yeah. I was like, wow, look at that. And sometimes you couldn't day. you couldn't set up a reveal because you didn't know if you were on a. F- you know, sometimes you you think of like you open the book page one, yeah, and then you have page two Usually and three. That was the splash page, but if there's yeah. an ad somewhere, then it's it's not like a, an odd number versus even number are going to appear the same place for the whole book. Oh, see, if you read that digitally now, yeah, you there's no ad, no, so it, it ruins the whole. Or even same, a collection or a trade, and the same thing with the ads. That's the same thing with streaming TV shows that used to have ads. Yeah, you don't have those mysterious. You know, mysterious reveals that after a commercial. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, they yeah. just happen. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, it is different storytelling. But though. I was thinking about something, not to go on a tangent. No, but go ahead. Speaking of where you place, like, a, you're, you're a basically break. Yeah. placing a break, like, on a network show. They would know where the break was happening. Yeah. So they would write to that so yeah. that they wouldn't break in the middle of a emotional scene or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when we did the, when we were talking with the Lois and Clark producer writer yeah. deborah joy levine yep <clears throat> there was like a big or not an argument but i remember her very specifically saying while we're having this little discussion she was yeah. railing on about how bad indiana jones young indiana jones was because oh, it broke yeah. the rules yeah because it didn't play to traditional commercial breaks. commercial breaks yeah where they have that little they just and she thought that was just outrageous that they would do the whole episode as a continuous one episode. Which is funny now hour. because with all the streaming stuff, it works fine. Yeah, they fine. were forward Be- thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, she was mad because they got to break the rules. And I was like, we're sitting there going. And I remember thinking, like, well, George Lucas owns this. Yeah, he doesn't care. So he can, he can do what he wants. Pretty much, yeah. You know? But I always thought that was funny. No, because but now it, when you watch Netflix and all those streaming shows, yeah, there's, he was ahead of his time because yeah. he was doing that style back in 1992 yeah yeah well what do you know uh this is again from cody uh are there any old friends jerry hasn't seen any old friends who he hasn't seen from some time that he'd like to see the show al gordon well when's the last time you saw al 
in person. San Diego Con years and years ago. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like to see Mark Evanier. I've, I saw him a couple of years ago. I Eric Larson. in New York, yeah. Um, Larson, I haven't seen him. Well, well, yeah, guys, I saw him in New York. Yeah, and you had, like, uh, Rick Hoberg was somebody Rick that... Rick was cool, yeah. I haven't se- hadn't seen Rick before that since maybe the 90s San Diego Everyone always cons. assumes that you guys all know each other, like you work at well, a factory. Well, you know each other, but yeah, it's but not, you're not the same. in the same room. No, yeah. until social media, you had no sense of even having that connection. I remember... Uh, Except for calling somebody in a phone. No, there was... It was a Tom Palmer or somebody was there at the show. And they go, oh, that's so and so. I said, I've never met him. Yeah. I go, what are you talking about? You inked him for years. They go, no, I get the pencils mailed yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah. I ink them and I mail them back. Yeah. I don't. I'm not sitting with the guy. Yeah, no, it's not the same. And even if you were in the office, I you think could Joe, be in the office on the day that yeah. the other person, oh, so and so was here yesterday, and it's like, oh, yeah, I, I think him. Joe Sidney and Kirby didn't meet a lot either. At they all. met at a couple. I think they was it. Joe said something about meeting at that convention in. Was White it plates? 1972, the big New York. Oh, the first one? Yeah, yeah, Phil yeah. Suling? Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird. You just assume everybody's no, together. No, everybody basically works in their house. Uh, this, you kind of already answered this. Is, is there any creators whose work Jerry admires but has never met? Has never met? Have yeah. you met Barry Windsor Smith? No. Oh, okay. Because no. I was going to say. I mean, again, it's like there's. I was lucky in that I, I bridged this... Maybe I'm like Zelig in a way. When I came up in in, in 1980s when I got in, and at that time, by virtue of doing a book set in the 1940s, I wound up having a connection with a bunch of people from that era out of kind of a common shared character thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. I got to meet Joe Kubert. Kubert was super cool. I got to meet uh, uh, Martin O'Dell creator of Green Lantern. Oh, yeah. I got to meet... He just died a couple years ago. Was yeah, it in yeah. the 90s or something? Martin used to do shows in the 80s. I met him at the various Comic-Con, New York, Chicago Comic-Con, and places like that. Uh, um, yeah, there were still a bunch of those guys who were still around. People that I would have loved to have met. Yeah. Uh, I always liked Mort Meskin. From the first time I saw Mort Meskin's work in Storanko's History of Comics... It was like a Mort Meskin pencil page that he reproduced, like a Western page, cowboy page. And I just thought, wow, this guy was pretty amazing. And there's Mort like a... Mesker? Mort Meskin. And yeah. he was kind of a bridge in a way to Kirby because he kind of... he You could see Kirby was a huge fan of him yeah. as well. So there was like a stylistic link basically to, you know, Kirby maybe in the 50s versus Kirby in the, in the early 40s. But uh, I was lucky. I got to meet Jim Mooney. I got to ink Jim Mooney on. Uh, I like Jim Mooney. Man of Steel number one. Stuff. Yeah. Um, I had minimal contact with John Romita Sr., but I loved his work. He was a huge part John, of my. He's great. Yeah, and and he was a part of my teen years, child years, or whatever with Spider-Man and Captain America. All right, here's one. What is Jerry? What book is Jerry currently reading? I'm reading a lot of them. You read a lot, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want, oh, you know what I want to plug? What book? There's a, um, I don't know, what's it called? Uh, that's the Sweet problem. Tooth? No, I have never read Sweet Tooth. I never read I either. like Black Hammer. I kind of oh, got into Black Hammer that. late, but I, I enjoyed those. I didn't pick them up at the time. Um, I did. I, I kind of came up or got into it later, but... Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the book that my daughter had shared with me. It's a manga book. Asu. I don't know. Uh, 
boy, I'm, I'm, this is bad. But anyways, I've been reading Marvel stuff. I've been um, enjoying the... I like uh, Rorschach is good, Strange Tales. Yeah, is that over? Rorschach's still going. I was gonna, but I haven't seen a new issue in a yeah, while. Yeah, there was one last week, I think. Uh, last week, Rorschach. Um, I didn't see that. But generally, I've been reading, like, I like a lot of... I've been liking Fantastic Four that... Um, I think Dan Slott's been doing a good job on that. I've been reading uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I think yeah, Al, Al Ewing, Ewing is good. Yeah, yeah the Hulk. Um, Ms. Mar- uh, not Miss Marvel. Uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, Spider Woman. They're all been they've been I, yeah, really yeah. really really solid. You know. Is there a character Jerry has not worked on that he wish he did? I think Batman is said before, right? Yeah, I worked on Batman stories, but I always yeah. felt like I could have done more on Batman. I the one that I really liked that I never really did much on was I was always a big Daredevil fan. I mean, Daredevil and Spider-Man were my, you know, yeah. early favorites as a kid. Um, I always liked the Avengers with that yeah. core team, you did a Captain bit America. Of yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, I got to do a lot of that stuff. If I were like to jump back into anything, I love the Captain America. Thor, the, the core, you know. The main Marvel guys. Yeah, the core Marvel guys. I was such a huge fan as a kid. Yeah. Even the Hulk. I got to write some Hulk issues with Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, Pretty much everything, yeah. really. I don't yeah. think there's a... Yeah. Well, I was telling you the U.S. agent trade that Marvel yeah, did yeah, recently. Yeah, you said you got your royalty check. It was nice. Yeah, it, was, it actually sold pretty good. And I, th- I was trying to think. I, I think that... I might have been the guy who connected U.S. Agent and the Power Broker yeah. in my miniseries. Because I was talking to Mike Carlin about that, and he created the Power Broker and the Thing when he was writing The Thing. And he was just a guy who gave wrestlers superpowers or something. Said, so is there any uh, artist that Jerry wish he inked? Inked. Inked. Yeah. Kirby, probably? I got to ink Kirby. Oh, right? what? Yeah, and uh, oh, well, Phantom Force. Yeah, towards the, the image yeah. thing. Yeah. But the pages I inked were vintage 70 pages. They were? <clears throat> yeah, I did two pages in the first issue of Phantom Force that were from a proposed Bruce Lee comic that were turned into Phantom Force. Oh. So they were penciled in the 70s. They were really nice. And then I did, I think, two pages in issue two that were maybe from a later era, a later period, maybe 80s. Um, I got to ink Ditko layouts. On what? Indiana on, Jones? Uh, Black, Black Lightning. <clears throat> a backup. Black in, uh, yeah, it was in the Outsiders comic. Oh. Um, I mean, I got to ink a lot of people. The one guy I really would like to have gotten ink would have been Gene Colan. Because <clears throat> I was such a huge Daredevil fan as a kid. And I had only had one really good opportunity, but I just couldn't do it. It was to ink a Batman. Oh. Okay. And I just didn't have time. Let's see. I got... Any more questions? I got to ink John Buscema one job. I mean, it was it was kind of fun to, you know. Who is who is uh, Jerry's favorite Superman? I don't know what that means. Does that mean the movies? Maybe. Christopher Maybe Christopher Reeve. Reeve. Yeah, yeah, it's hard not to because that was such. I, I really well, like. They're all, they're all good. Yeah, no, I like way, Henry Cavill you know. a lot. Yeah, and then um, 
and the George Reeves stuff. Was, DK, was yeah, Superboy. Yeah. They're all like they're Superman for their eras, you know. The new guy's good too. I like that. Came I like back Cavill. this week. I didn't watch it. Oh, yet. you're talking about the Tyler Hoffman? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think he came back. This it's week. good. Yeah, no, it was good. My DVR probably checked it. I didn't. Yeah, watch I, it. honestly, the the when I first saw the casting, I wasn't convinced because. You know, but it basically what they're bringing to the characters really did win me over. Yeah, yeah. And I think the stories have been really good. Yeah. They're very compelling on a human level, which is what we tried to do, or I tried to do on the Superman books. You good, Jerry? Sarah's asking for good. That's it. No, that's fine. That's all the questions I had for you. Sarah, do you have any questions for Jerry Ordway, famous comic book artist? <laughs> what number pencil Jerry, lead? What's your what's favorite, your favorite pencil lead? Jerry, yeah. do you ever drink beer besides Blue Moon? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, good question. Uh, no, he does, actually. But really? year, that's all you ever have. Yeah. It goes well with the pizza. Yeah. No, but oranges. I'm saying, when we go out to other places, you'll try, like... I like porters. He likes porters. But they're heavy. Yeah. You, know? you really can't drink more than one, or I can't. Yeah, especially I'm, if you're eating. I'm surprised someone's come out with a, bridge, a beer called the Bridge Porter. <laughs> That's a good oh, idea. Yeah. It writes its, oh, the West Porter. Yeah, yeah. It writes itself. Or you could do South Porter. You could do South Porter. Oh, yeah. my goodness. My God, we got a whole line right here. You have, uh, and then it. in. <laughs> Take a note, Sarah. Uh, Rhode Island, you have the New Porter. There you there go. You go. What, why are we here? We I could don't do, know. We could do every... We're in the wrong line of business, all of us. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, but we could be marketing something that won't sell, too. So. I know, that's right. Remember that Porter line of beer? It went out the window. Yeah. That's right. Nobody yeah. bought one of them. You said Johnny Cash song, Hey Porter, Hey Porter. I was thinking of uh, Cole Porter. <laughs> that's Cole true. Porter. Yeah. 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 I'll have the Cole Porter have the tonight. Cole. Yeah, with the Howard Porter. Uh, yeah. Mitch will have the Dolly Parton. <laughs> Easy now. No, Sophia, Sophia Beverly, that's my new uh, obsession. Well, Cole Porter and Dolly Parton. I know. Duet. Yes. But Sophia Beverly's another story. I don't even know who that is. You would know if you saw her. Oh, okay. Hard, hard to forget her. <laughs> She's a spokeswoman for a, a soft drink called, an energy drink called Bang. Oh, okay. B-A-N-G. Not Duff Beer. Yes. She's the Bang girl. That's it. Bang. Oh, I was listening to uh, Kevin Smith, and he said his sound guy said, whatever you do, don't tap the table. Because it drives the. I've been telling look you that. Look at that. Look at that. But I look how it goes. And every been, time I do that, look at that. Mitch, I've been telling you that I know. for a, over a year. He said the people when they listen to it, their ears ring because like bam! Oh my god! What is he doing? It's like Gene Krupa. I know. I remember doing that on the radio. Chasman fell off the chair. I was like, ah! I was like, stop doing that! See, right there. That was the bang. We're watching the sound waves right now. I got nothing. It's thirty minutes. Uh, Wait a minute! You up. have nothing. I have nothing. You got a show about. coming up. I just did a whole episode where I answered people's questions. About I know, but the you show. got a show coming up. I have a show coming. up. Well, here's up in a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. If you're a fan and you're yeah. a little nervous about yeah. being in a crowd, yeah. what can you tell them to alleviate any fears? Well, uh, you should do what get a you vaccine. Been- one, vaccinate yourself. Yes. Modern technology has come up with uh, a thing to stop this. It's yes. called a vaccine. So you should do that. If for some reason you cannot take the vaccine for some medical condition or something. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Do your social distancing. Yeah. Wash your hands. Do the whatever, uh, what do you call that stuff? The Purell? Yes. Just do the same stuff you would if you were going to the grocery store or yeah. the 
wherever you have to go and out. And you've got I the mean, show, the, the booths are spaced the out. The booths are spaced out. Yeah. You know, it's a huge place. That's not going to change in two months. 380,000 square feet. But I'm saying, well, like, I don't know. Connecticut opened yesterday. Right, but I'm saying, like, are you gonna, you're not going to pack everybody together. Yeah, like sardines. No, yeah. no. So, I mean, that's, that's a worry people. Space. Yeah, that's a no. worry people would have. No, we have enough space that the Mohegans... And the Mohegans have. got a mask policy. They have a mask, right as we speak today, yeah. uh, there's a mask policy in place. I mean, I think that, you know, every, people in various areas could be worried, depending on where they're at. Connecticut is very fortunate that we have like a 1% less yeah. rate, positivity rate. It's and there's a high vaccine day. rate. Yeah, I mean, you oh, know, there's like a... 70-something percent. Yeah, I mean, we're this like, is important. We're like one of the top three... I was just reading. State, or we're number one, maybe. Today's you know, New York Times. In the country. Was saying. We have the most having, vaccinations. Yeah. Having had COVID actually doesn't give you a strong immunity beyond possibly three months. I so they're know. recommending, the CDC's recommendation is if, even if you've had COVID, yeah. you should get the vaccine. Well, because the vaccine has a higher level. Yeah. And I'm not selling vaccine. I'm just saying. For everybody to kind of resume somewhat normal, you know, less anxiety, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, do there vaccine, yeah. yeah. And, and as far as the show, yeah, you've got a, I mean, even though it's a smaller show, you've got a good guest list. I do have a good guest, and I think Tim Sale's a big Tim Sale. That'll be kind of uh, cool. Donnie Cates is coming back. Donnie, Donnie Cates, that's a, good. Everybody loves Donnie Cates because he does all that venom and. All that stuff. But isn't he, do, isn't he do the... Thor. He's a Thor guy. Right. Yeah. But isn't he doing the... Uh, what's the image book? The oh, crossover. Uh, crossover. That's crossover, not, yeah. 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 But he also has baby teeth. But I mean, crossover is a big deal. Yeah, a big that's deal. a huge book yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of some of the other folks coming. Like you said, yeah, we have a lot of people that haven't been to the show before. I have Koi Pham. Uh, he's a, he's been around a while. I mentioned uh, Dan Dichester. Chichester. Chichester. Worked on Daredevil you. back in the yeah. 90s, I believe. Hasn't been at every show in yeah, the last yeah. 27 years, you know. Bring your I got old I got old reliable himself, Mr. Joe Giella. Oh, cool. Coming down Saturday. People love Joe. That's Joe's cool. work Joe has worked on the I mean, you look at a resume, he worked on the first Justice League book, he were, first Poison Ivy, he worked on some Captain America in World War II. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this guy's like 60, 70 years. Yeah. That's 70 a long years of 80 maybe yeah it's a long comic stretch. book he's 93 I think yeah. God bless Joe Giella he'll be there I mean he's done it all Green Lantern he did the first Green Lantern yep. with uh, Gil Kane you yep. know the classic no, yeah, yeah. he's a living legend so come out and see Joe now get his autograph you also have uh, Dan Jurgens. you just I got Dan, Dan. Jurgens. I got uh, Graham Nolan yep. I got Jesus uh, Louise now you got me going is Jeez Louise coming? Jeez Louise is coming. <laughs> no. I got Michael Rooker from The Walking Dead. I got Sean Gunn from The Walking oh, that's Dead. That's cool. Ross Marquand from The Walking Dead. Not Sean Gunn. He's not in The Walking Dead. He's Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. I've got the voice Suicide cat. Squad. I've got Suicide Squad. I've got the Justice League people. I've got Batman animated people coming. I've got Suicide. The Land and Lost. Oh, you've got, uh, did you get Susan um, Eisenberg? The, yeah, yeah. Yes, Wonder Woman. And uh, George... I can't think of his name right now. He's oh, Newburn. George Newburn. He's yes. Superman. Yeah. Bunch of people. Yeah, that's kind of cool. It's going to be a lot of people. Yeah. It's a fun way. And, then people and you a- also have, didn't you just get these stand-ups for people to take photos with? Uh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. You sent me those pictures. Guy. Yeah. 
I found out why he's a little shorter than he should be. Is it too, big, too big of a word balloon? No, it's supposed to be uh, six feet tall, but it was a width thing. And oh. I didn't realize by doing his arms out like this, oh, oh. they had a limit to how much oh. they could output. So if I only sucked his arms in, I would have had him six feet. So he's about five six. He's like terrific Tom Cruise, we call him. Uh, you know, <laughs> you think he'd be taller, but he's not. But it doesn't matter because you're seeing him on a picture. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we so Suicide Squad comes out in August. Yes, the week after Terrific Con. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, so you'll have two of the cast Black Widow there. comes out in July. July. We always had three. I always had Dave Smolcher, but... When me. does uh, Eternals come out? November. November? Yeah. Okay. Shang-Chi is after that. We also have Jim Starlin coming back. Oh, cool. Who is also the first artist on, on Shang-Chi. On Shang-Chi, yeah. 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 And Those he's got were, a new Dreadstar book coming out, Dreadstar Returns. Right. He'll be promoting that. The, the, the Shang-Chi stuff as the, the comics, I remember that so vividly. Do you really? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it was it was cool stuff. Did you see what they did with the Ten Rings, though? It's not the I man ring. No, he's not, he doesn't have rings on his fingers. They're like bracelets oh, 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 okay. on his arms yeah, now. Yeah. He's got five well, on Because they don't want to do Thanos, right? They don't want to redo I, the I ring. Guess. I guess. I don't know why they changed yeah. it, but I guess they seemed goofy like... The original Mandarin had each yeah, figure yeah, yeah. had a different ring. Like, yeah. here's my freeze ray. Here's my. But that was also related to the power, the the Thanos storyline when they did that. Remember, some of those rings, the rings? that the Mandarin had were. Yeah, oh. there were rings that were connected. I don't remember that. I do remember. Was that the Starlet thing? Did Jim did that? No, but I remember like in the. I don't know if it was. Yeah, yeah they he did, did something. Whole they did the whole storyline. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe. But, I but think anyway. Are they reprinting it, or have they reprinted the uh, original Shang-Chi run? Yeah. Has that been put out in... Oh, an omnibus? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Because I always wondered if they had issues with no, legal... It's hard, no, it's hard to get this because they don't have the rights to Fu Manchu anymore. But I'm saying, so when they reprinted it, they didn't have those stories in there? No, they're in there, but I think it's they had a limited window oh. that they could reprint yeah, it, cause and the, that's it. Right. Yeah. Well, and again, at the time, I remember thinking, like, they had Neil and Smith... Yeah, all those, all those characters, characters are but from those the books. characters from the Hammer com- from the Hammer from movies. The movies, not the books. And I didn't yeah. realize the Hammer movies came out as late as 1967 or 68, and they were doing that 70s. in like 70s. Yeah, but I'm saying it was just like weird. They thought because the books were in public domain at that time that they were there free was some to use weird, them. Weird thing going yeah, on. but the movie studio Hammer Films still own rights to those characters. Yeah. yeah. Marvel was a weird little world. Speaking of early 70s, before we wrap it up, I just want to mention real quick the passing of David Anthony Kraft. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who was a very, I mean, when I read all my Marvel's monster books, the Morbius, Wolf, uh, Man Wolf, yeah. uh, Tomb of Dracula's, uh, the early Defender books, David Kraft was the writer yeah. on a lot of that stuff and unfortunately passed away from COVID, speaking of COVID, yeah, yeah. Uh, yesterday of COVID pneumonia. Which is too bad. He's a very, he was always active on Facebook. Yeah. You know, David would always be writing back yeah, to yeah. people and like, hey, look at this and answering questions. Well, so, I subscribed to that comic, um, comics the review? comic strip, yeah, comics review. Yeah, that was his magazine yeah. at Classic Comics. I yeah. was a subscriber for years and years and yeah. years from that. And I just he was one of those names that I think he worked in Marvel to the eighties. Yeah, seventies to eighties or yeah. something. Yeah. But unfortunately, he passed away last night, so that's too bad. But well, condolences else? to his family. Who else have we lost recently? On After since Steve Lytle, it was early. Steve Lytle was, passed away. Steve Lytle. 
When? January or something. Oh, I don't even remember that. Really? Yeah, you remember, we talked about it. I thought we talked about it. No. Steve Lytle. The guy who wrote oh, oh, yes, yeah, Steve. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, you know, I'm thinking of the, uh, I was just thinking of the guy that just passed away. He's 49 years old. John uh, oh. uh, Paul. You know, the right, artist. John Paul Leon. John Paul Leon. That's who I looked yeah, at. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and he was he was a terrific artist. John. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. actually got to meet him one time at one of the Buddy Scalera's How to Draw Comics panels in New York's Comic Con. Oh, we really? Did the challenge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I had a script, and then each of us, he and I, on either sides of the stage, drew our layout for a specific oh. page, and then we critiqued each other's. Yeah, he was oh, a really nice guy. Oh, nice guy. Oh, yeah, it's too bad. I mean, yeah, 49 years old. Jeez. Yeah, but again, I mean, it's it's unfortunate, but it could be, I think you have to accept the fact that a certain, that's very young. Oh, yeah. You know, at a certain age you go, is this the last time I get up? And <laughs> you don't want to be fatalistic. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know. Yeah. So. Well. I mean, who we lose, We how long has it been since Joe Sinnott passed? Was a that year. 2019? Or yeah, no, yeah, it was last right year. Right after his birthday? Yeah. And Joe was a, I mean, he was a hero of mine. Yeah. My childhood. No, one of the nicest guys ever. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, a terrific artist, you know. Oh, yeah. It's a great legacy of stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then Charles Grodin. I was watching King Kong yeah. this week, and he died on Tuesday of bone cancer right here in Connecticut. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. I mean, it's the type of thing when someone passes away like that, you go, oh, why didn't people uh, love him more or give him more love? No, I think he, he was well but he went into a different phase in his career. He I was think. A, remember when he was, he on was like actually a talk on, show host for yeah, years he, on yeah. CNBC? Yeah, in the 90s. It was really yeah. odd. But he was perfect for that because I guess he was pretty much of a, a social like justice Dick, warrior. Dick Cavett or something, yeah. you know? Yeah. But he, um, I, I remember seeing him probably the most recent on TV was he was on Louie. He oh, was wasn't on that Abbott's show. Wrote in years. Yeah, yeah. He was he was like a, a reoccurring guest star on that. Oh, I no, forget no. if he played his agent or something like that. Oh, but his. Do you still have the same delivery? Yeah. Well, I mean his 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 uh, shtick his shtick was yeah. was great because he had great facial expressions yeah. and great delivery. He could just he throw had off a, stuff. Soured stomach look, I call yeah. it. Like you know, like he just had a bad piece of cheese. But he played well. He played yeah. off of actors really well. Yeah, like he, he played did. off of Warren Beatty. Actually, yeah. that was another one. He was in Heaven Can Wait, yep. Warren Beatty, but he was also in Ishtar, which I watched recently. Oh, my God. I've never watched Ishtar. In Ishtar, he plays the CIA yeah. guy. Yeah. He's the guy who's running this operation and whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was like, he was a 70s guy, but like you said, I mean, that King Kong movie, people forget that he played the... Who's the bad guy? He was... Well, Fred. He right. Jack Black pe- played that version in the, uh, well, in the yeah. 90s yeah. or the 2000s one, but... I lo- you know what's so weird? I I like the King Kong '76 way better than that well, it had Peter more, Jackson movie. Yeah, yeah, the Peter Jackson one was a little was too bloated. reverential somehow. It was bloated. Yeah, it was long. Yeah. I mean, it was good. Yeah, but it, it was just too wasn't. Much. Yeah, it wasn't it was like a theatrical length. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the the '76. If anybody has ever seen, I remember seeing that one in the theaters. '76. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, so and I remember I. thinking like. You know, because it was all, it's very hippie. It was very era. big, though. I mean, like yeah. the big boats and the big yeah. island and the, well, the Twin everything Towers. Was massive. Oh, yeah, the Twin yeah, Towers, yeah. yeah. I mean, King Kong. Was Dino De Laurentiis yeah. was like, we're going to do everything big, and everything was big. Well, Dino was chasing Jaws. Yeah, he was. He, he was, was, he was obsessed with Remember when John Belushi would do it? Like, when Jaws dies, nobody cries. When Kong, my Kong dies, everybody cries. <laughs> 
I always remember that shtick. It was on a local TV show yeah, yeah, here yeah. in New York. It was uh, Bill Boggs, Midday with Bill Boggs. And Dino DiLorenzi, the weird thing is, he's buried upstate New York. Paulie, yeah. New York, his whole family is. You would think that he was like in Italy, like, you know, Dilo De Laurentiis. He must well, be his, like in Rome. His daughter runs but, it. Yeah, well, there's uh, Gina, they, the granddaughter, but, the Giada. Yeah, yeah, the, right. The on, cook, yeah. Cook, right. No, but the guy. But his, his, his daughter uh, produced the Hannibal TV show. Yeah, yeah, still right, right. Owns right, the rights to a lot yeah, of yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, Raphael Ferrar. Who's a friend of mine who lives right over here in West Miguel's, Miguel's the little brother, brother. and Jose first yeah, yeah, yeah. son. Right. He was best friends with the De Laurentiis because yeah, yeah. his dad was a dude. Right. And dude was made by the was, Dino right, De La- right. with uh, Twin well, Peaks David guy. Lynch. David, David Lynch. Lynch. Yeah. So he told me all about the making of it. That's why he said, Oh, the son got killed in an airplane crash. The De Laurentiis son. It was like he was out there filming right. and the plane just like had mechanical failure and he just crash right into something but that's how I found out the whole family lived up here in Pauly, New York yeah, yeah. there's a big family plot there I was yeah. like really? I never pictured them to be, you know upstate New York yeah, it's like yeah. really farmland yeah. and country you don't expect a big Hollywood movie producer no, to be but what's there. funny what's actually kind of funny is there's a lot of movies that are kind of like un did you do that big Christopher unsung. Columbus movie too with Christopher yeah. Reeve well you but know. he you know and Santa Claus Harry Bates wrote that Oh really? I told you this. Flash, like, flash writer Carrie Bates. Carrie Bates. I Carrie Bates know went that. to work. They brought him to Florida when they were doing Superboy. And Carrie that's Bates. That's not De Laurentiis. No, no. no but that's, that's the the one that's you're talking about. Two different ones. Then the the Salkines did the Columbus. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mixed it up. Did yeah. De Laurentiis do seven the 1490, 1492. So they did that one with with. Uh, there was Ridley two. Scott. Yeah, there was two. So uh, De Laurentiis did that one, and the Salkines yeah, did the yeah, Christopher Columbus. Yeah, there was two Columbus. big Columbus movies. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, the yeah. Salkines did Columbus. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say, though, is with, with uh, Dino De Laurentiis and his quest to try to top Jaws. Yeah. And have that, yeah. He produced The White Buffalo with Charles Bronson, which is actually Ooh, a really cool I movie. That movie, yeah. There's a bunch of things like that. Did he, he did. work with Bo Derek? Was, it, was he involved in I don't that Tarzan movie? Or, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I know I that he did. Dealer Rentius was always trying to do the big spectacles. Right. But yeah. the White Buffalo was definitely in the wake of Jaws because it was a big monster and it also had a creature. Wait, did he do Conan? Wasn't that a Dealer Rentius? Was yeah. Bar- Conan the Barbarian with yeah, Arnold? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah. it. Yeah. And Red Sonia? Yeah. But the uh, the I was I was thinking like White Buffalo is kind of an un, under. I know what I remember the movie. Yeah, and there's like a whole run of like Charles Bronson movies in that era that were really good that kind of were unfortunately not Death Wish. No, they were actually good not movies. Box office wise, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you have King Kong, and King Kong holds up pretty well, even yeah, though it's it does, yeah. It's you, you look at it as a flavor years ago. Yeah. But I'm saying it's a flavor of the '70s, so it's kind of like the perfect clash of. The promoter guy versus the hippie mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Jeff, Jeff Bridges. Bridges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the special effects, too. They had old school special effects. Yeah. It was like the last before computer yeah. generated over Star Wars. Well, they did. They that was Rick, all practical. That was all like guys they built in the, suits. Right. They, Rick Baker. Sets, right. Yeah, they yeah, had yeah. built the giant actual yeah. robot. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that, then it Rick, was horrible. Right. But yeah. Rick Baker wound up performing yeah. some but of no, the stuff. No, a lot of the in-camera stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know, forced perspective. Yeah, you couldn't do... Yeah. You couldn't Jessica do... Jessica Lange was in it. Yeah. Was, see, I thought Jessica Lange was great. What did I know? 
I was a kid. I was yeah. 10 years old. I was like, oh my God, that's the greatest actress in the world. She's gorgeous. And, and she, people, did, she lived up to it, though. You know, years later, yeah. she went back to Broadway and got more well, acting she was, chops. And then she, she was came great. Back you remember Frances? always rings twice. Yeah, Frances. She played Frances Farmer, Farmer the yeah. actress. That was no, like it was the... Uh, what do you call that was the big break for her? The Postmos Rings twice. Yeah. 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 But Francis was... Her serious. Francis was a uh, oh, yeah, Mel Brooks production. Award. Did you know that? Was it really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. He did the Elephant Man and he yeah, did I remember Francis. That. He, he did, did like... He produced uh, some serious movies. Oh. Uh, it's so funny. When I'm talking to you, a guy just rode by with a giant American flag on a bicycle. Oh, cool. Wait, I don't know why. He just rode down the street. I was like, okay, there you go. <laughs> Is it a holiday? My daughter and I watched Spaceballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just How'd because, that hold up, again, I, we, we watched all the Star Wars movies yeah. in order, yeah. in actual, like, one through, story order. Yeah. Um, four, five, last, and six, or one, two, three, four, five? No, four, we, we watched them in story order. Episode one, yeah, two, yeah. And, uh, Does it ruin it when you know that Darth Vader's the no. father? Well, no, no. We watched the first, like we watched the the, the 2000s ones, yeah. Phantom Menace. We watched them in that order to the then to 70s. Yeah, and then to the new ones. Yeah, yeah. And and then I said, let's watch Spaceballs because I never liked yeah, Spaceballs. Yeah, yeah. I, never, I thought it was like a one note movie. And yeah. watching it in again, it, it helps. Oh, does it? Yeah, because you get most... I, I was getting more of the jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> but it's, it was fun. It was. That's about it. Is it? I got nothing. You're and you watched an Jupiter's Legacy? I watched Jupiter's Legacy. I thought it was well done. I thought yeah. the effects were great. I liked uh, Josh Demel. I thought he was really good. Yeah. Uh, I never read the books. I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to go out and read the comics. Or just wait till second season starts. The flashback stuff uh, when he when they're searching. There's a sequence the where they're 30, searching. I love that. That was the best part of it. That he was looked like, like Captain Jones. Marvel to me. Oh, he yeah? was like, and yeah. I went, oh yeah, that was one of the guys I was thinking. Like that the was, noise level is. I know. That's why I'm like, let's wrap it up because there's like a 20 kids that just walked in. If, if uh, Mike, we're at Colony Grill. Yeah. We we weathered the lull and now we're in the middle name. of the storm. Mike Carlin. Mike Carlin. Complained about the sound. It's gonna be like, where did you guys record this at a Yankees game? Yeah, at the zoo. They just pitched a no hitter last night. I watched the Yankee game with my son last or night. The monkey house at the zoo. Oh yeah, welcome to the monkey house, Kurt Vonnegut. That's it. Wrap it up. Got a new book coming out, here I saw a Shazam book come up, but that wasn't you. It was Volume Three. No, the, the sh- second was, volume uh, of Shazam supposed to be out towards the end of the year. I did I, that star star uh, star girl summer or what is it called a spring special? I think it's supposed to be out soon. Well, I thought it would have been April. Here, so yeah. Yeah, and uh, the cover I did for the shield for the Crusaders relaunch is I don't know what's going on with that. Because I don't I guess know either. That project blew up. Yeah. But I did a cover yeah, for a variant cover for Geiger. Yeah. That you'll maybe see in previews at some point. Yeah. And uh, I did a Black Hammer Volume Two, I think, hardcover. No, it's yeah. it's a second of the the standalone stories that aren't written by. Right. Um, but that one's coming out. So that's it. That's it. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us here live on the radio. Look at that, just look at that. <laughs> I guess I blew it up. Sorry about that. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's it. Say good night, Lorraine. Good night, Lorraine. Laverne. Laverne. <laughs> I was like, who's Lorraine? <laughs> it's hard to do this upside down.
This has been a production of Big Fedora Marketing, LLC. The folks that bring you the terrific Comic-Con, GamerCon, and so much more. Thanks for listening.